What's up, guys? It is Sports Fanatic back with yet another edition of the Sports Fanatic. Happy Tuesday. I uh, hope you guys have had a good day, a great day, a fun day, and I hope you guys have just been having fun, you know what I'm saying, enjoying yourself, you know what I'm saying? Everybody loves to enjoy themselves, um, and I hope you guys have been doing that. And uh, hopefully this podcast, if you haven't been having the best day, hopefully this podcast makes your day that much better. Uh, today we got some NBA MVP talk as well as um, – who I feel like is some of the most underrated player in this in this uh, upcoming NFL draft. Uh, so let's start off with some MVP talk. Um, obviously, you know, we, if you look at the MVP race, Joel Embiid is winning, and uh, Nikola Jokic is winning. They're the first two names that you will hear in MVP. Um, Jokic, obviously, a center, a big man for the um, Denver Nuggets, and uh, Embiid, a center for the Philadelphia 76ers, have a change in, in the playoff race right now. Embiid uh, and the Sixers are currently first in the East, while Jokic and the Nuggets, I believe, are fourth in the West. And um, I feel like the MVP, the meaning has fluctuated over the years. Sometimes it's the most valuable player. Sometimes it's the best player. Sometimes it's the player with the best season, uh, you know, team-wise and and uh, stat-wise. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's it's fluctuated, you know. And I believe that if we're going off of true value, like the most valuable player to their team in the NBA, I I have a hard time believing that it's not either Steph, that it's not Steph Curry or Joel Embiid, one of the most valuable player, or Jokic. You know what I'm saying one of the, one of the in terms of most most purely most valuable to their team. Actually, I have a hard time. I have a hard time believing it's not Steph, you know, because you see, you see what he's done this season, and the numbers he's put up, and they're still ninth in the West. Just imagine if you take Steph Curry off that team, what would happen? They disintegrate to nothing. They just they they disintegrate to absolutely nothing. And I'm just keeping it real. You know what I'm saying? Um I believe that if you take Jokic off of the Nuggets when they're fully healthy, I believe they are still a very fu- obviously not like a not a top four team like they are right now. I still believe they are a very functional they are a functional team. I feel like they can still function and still operate at a, at a fairly good level with Jamal Murray, Aaron Gordon, you know, Michael Porter Jr., you know, Will Barton, guys like that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I feel like they can still operate at a decent level. You take Embiid off the Sixers, obviously that's a lot of the rim, the rim protection gone, the best player obviously gone, but still have Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris, two all-stars. You have Seth Curry off the bench. You know what I'm saying? You have Danny Green, who's you know a good shooter. You got young guys like Tyrese Maxey and Shake Milton, so still have a decent team and a great coach and Doc Rivers. Um, you take LeBron off the Lakers, obviously they're not nearly as good either. Um, but they, they, they've been staying afloat, minus him and Anthony Davis. But if you, over this past, over these past few weeks, um, but if you take Steph off of, off of the, off of the Wolves, they, they, they are, what are they? Somebody please answer this one. What are they without, without Steph? Um, and I feel like the MVP should be truly the most valuable player to their team. Like, 
yeah, I know his record isn't that good, but you just look at all he's doing. He's putting up um, some of the best numbers that he's ever put up in his career in this in this field line. I'm saying, what would happen if he wasn't putting up those numbers? I'm saying, what would it be like? What would it be? What would it look like? Ooh, God, no, Lord knows, I don't want to see it. So, I mean, I think if we're going to pure value, I, Steph's got to be it for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just hard for me to believe that they can do anything. You know, they can function any type of way they without Steph. You know what I'm saying? And I believe it's like you know, Steph, Jokic, uh, Embiid, Luca, and LeBron are just probably most valuable players for me to their team. You can throw in guys like Jimmy Butler, you know, Chris Paul, who are, you know, not superstars, but still very valuable as well. Those guys are like the most valuable players in the league to their teams for me. Those seven guys. And I believe that if you take them off their team, they are significantly worse. Some more than others, like I said, but they are still all significantly worse. But it's hard for me to believe, you know, Steph isn't the most valuable, the most, just truly the most valuable player to his team. And, and yeah, you know what I'm saying? So you can take it that what you may. I, th- I believe, you know, it's it's going to be Embiid's and Jokic's because their team success as well as the numbers that they put up. And as well as, you know, the rejuvenation of the big man. You know what I'm saying? That, uh, that's an area that's been pushed for years to bring a big man back. I believe that's going to really be big for them. Um, and so, yeah, that's just my spiel on my little rant, you could say, on uh, the most valuable player in the NBA. Um and now let's move on to some NFL talks. Um, obviously, the draft's coming up April 29th um, in Cleveland, Ohio. And um, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a you know, great experience. You know what I'm saying? Cleveland, you know, home of the Cleveland Browns. You know what I'm saying? The, uh, people call them the Super Bowl contending Browns. You know what I'm saying? You know, they, you know, they have double. They have two great players at every position. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see what happens. And I believe this would be the fifth year of Baker Mayfield. Fourth this year, um, and so let's see what ha- if they if they can deliver. Um, I'm here to talk about who I think is be turning into be the most underrated player in this draft and the most least talked about superstar in this draft. And I love him. Uh, probably one of he's definitely one of my favorite players in this draft because of how he carries himself, his demeanor, you know, saying uh, his approach to the game. Devontae Smith is maybe coming so underrated. You know what I'm saying? People have him dropping all the way into the double digits. Um, I mean, this is a guy that, yes, Jalen Waddle was out. But this is a, a, a receiver that won the Heisman Trophy. He won the Heisman Trophy. Only what? How many other receivers? Only one, two other receivers have done that? And it hasn't been done since, like, the 90s? You know what I'm saying? He won the Heisman Trophy. And, yes, Waddle was out. But that meant more attention for for. Uh, for Devontae Smith, you know what I'm saying? More, more guys pointing his way. They, they, he was the focal point of every defense that they, that, 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 that Alabama played against. He was, he was the guy. You know what I'm saying? I know he had Matt Jones, and they had Najee Harris, and they had the, you know, um, Alabama offensive line, but he was really the only true, like, elite, elite receiver there on that team last year when Waddle went down. And he becomes, he's like, he's not even, he's not even in the conversation. People, people are having Jamar Chase over him, Jalen Waddle over him, you know what I'm saying, Kyle Pitts going before him, uh, all the quarterbacks going before him, and it's just like, yo, Devontae Smith, he was the highest trophy winning receiver, and he's and his versatility is not talked about nearly enough, I say, this is a guy that could, he, he, he can play all the position spots, I mean, um, all the all the receiving uh, spots, 
both ends, the slot. I'm saying he's a motion. You can move him around. He can return. I'm saying he's so versatile, and he and he's smart. He 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 carries himself like the NFL player, like the superstar NFL player should. I'm saying or or like a like like a professional NFL player should. I'm saying he carries himself like that, and to see people not. Like he just not being, it's like Trevor Lawrence. Like people aren't, aren't even talking about Devontae Smith anymore. You know what I'm saying? And I'm I'm a firm believer that he would be the best receiver in this draft. I believe he's the most well-rounded receiver. And some people, was, a lot of people said Jamar Chase, but I'm, I'm taking Devontae Smith. I believe he's a better route runner. I believe he is more fluid. I believe he can be physical if he needs to. Um, he's proven he can play, you know, as a sole act and with other star receivers. You know what I'm saying. How that, tra- how that translates, translates to the NFL, we don't know who we'll see. But I feel like Devontae Smith has become so, un- so untalked about, you know what I'm saying? They even have, you know, Mac Jones going before Devontae Smith, you know what I'm saying? At number three to, to the Niners. I know a lot of teams, we still, have, we still have trades and different deals that will be made pre-draft and during the draft. You can get some trade-ups, trade-downs, you know what I'm saying? Um, there's a couple of teams I think could, could, uh, could make some moves, like Atlanta. Um, could move. Uh, I believe Washington can move. Um, the Patriots might move. So we'll see what happens. But I feel like a lot of teams uh, who need quarterbacks who want to get rid of certain quarterbacks that, that they have. I'm saying so that I can see why the quarterbacks would be going before him. But they have, you know, both. You know, them, um, they have. You know, I think I think I feel like some people have Caleb Farley, the dude from Virginia Tech, going ahead of him. Um, J.C. Horn in this hands conversation with him. You know what I'm saying? And, they, those are great players, but they're just not as good as Devontae, and I just feel like he's become so untalked about. I feel like he, he's not, he isn't the most talkative player at all. He's really just out of business, you know what I'm saying? So he's not, he's not the same thing, you know what I'm saying? He's going to get a, a, he's gonna get drafted pretty well, but I just feel like he's become, become underrated all the field, you know what I'm saying? And it'll be interesting to see what team gets him. I heard, you know, the Giants might get him, you know, and might, might, might get him, and he might go to Miami with Tua. Um... He might go to. He might fall to the Eagles. Um, so we'll see what happens. You know where he goes, where he falls to. Um, but yeah, he's become so underrated in my eyes. And um, you know, like I said, you know, I believe he'll have the best, the best career out of all these receivers. Um, and yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's my spiel on Devontae Smith and how 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 underrated he's become. It's just been stunned to me because. He he goes from you know possibly being a top three to five pick now to being out of the top ten. You know what I'm saying? To, to in, in certain mock drafts, so it's gonna be interesting to see what where the receivers go, especially another quarterback's gonna be Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, probably then um, Mac Jones, third, which I don't agree with. I think I think there's other quarterbacks who are better than than, than Mac Jones who could go ahead of him. Um, so we'll see what happens with that, but I just feel like he's become so underrated and so undervalued. So we'll see what happens. Um, you guys let me know what you guys think. You guys let me, you guys let me know who, you know who who is your NBA MVP. Um, who is your uh, most underrated player in the draft? Uh, oh, before I go, before I'm, you know, since I gave my, my my most underrated player, let me go ahead and just say who I think is the most overrated player. Kyle Pitts. Um, Kyle Pitts is becoming very overrated in my eyes. The fact about him, like he's already a Hall of Famer. You know, he just like he's already going to be just the greatest thing since Jesus. You know what I'm saying? And it's kind of just like let's pump the brakes, okay? Let's pump the brakes on Kyle Pitts. 
Uh, I know he's very versatile. You know, he's a very he's a very he's a great player. He's a great player. You know, um, and he you can do a lot with him. But let's just see what happens. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they actually they 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 they're, they're talking about him like he's just like he's just gonna play receiver. You know what I'm saying? If he if you just line him up at receiver, he 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 needs to be versatile. You need to move him around. You can't just put him at receiver. Tell him, oh, go do that. Now, first of all, you know, he could polish up his 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 route running. He's good for his size, but obviously he can always get better with that. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I feel like at the NFL level, the guy's bigger, you know, stronger, faster. You know, you gotta learn how to get separation more. I know he's a he's a physical freak, about six six, two forty, I think. You gotta look that up, but you know, he's a physical freak. And but he needs to learn how to get separation, and you know, really learn how to engine up with the game. And I feel like he will, but I just like the best I can mind him, you know, being the best non-quarterback in this draft. And you have a generational offensive tackle in this draft as well. You have a generational receiver, two generational receivers, in my opinion, maybe three. Um, you know, with you know, Jamar, Devontae, and Jalen, also three, three very versatile guys, game changers. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like uh, let's pump the Kyle Pitts talk, um, and uh, I feel like he will he will be great. But I mean, I think it's been a little too much. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it's been a little bit too much, um, and. Um, We'll see. You know what I'm saying? Um, we'll see what happens. Um, in the draft, you guys let me know who's your most underrated and overrated player in the NFL draft. Um, and who do you think is the NBA MVP? I'm saying I would love to hear what you guys have to say. Um, and uh, yeah, you guys have a great rest of your Tuesday um, night, evening, whatever, whatever you want to call it. And I will see you guys when I see you guys. Peace.